All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. Welcome, welcome, happy Saturday. I'm calling this the Saturday special. We, I, nev- we never do this on Saturday. I noticed that this was number 86. That means that number, we're approaching 100. 100 is going to be lit. Yeah. We're going to Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We should, um, we should, will you turn, turn me up a little bit? I'm number one. We should, though. I mean, that's a good thing to talk about. What? That's good. What should we do for? Let's get 100? a celebrity. I was thinking we could also like like a hundred. It's gonna be cold though. Like we could do the barbecue live stream or the hot tub live stream. <laughs> or uh, <clears throat> I also thought maybe maybe we could just we could bring some like su- <coughs> subs on, some subscribers on. We need to revisit the commitment that we made about a trip from from a sub. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, right. We we haven't forgotten about that. In yeah. Case you're um, yeah. We should do. We should do. So let us know. Let us know what what we should do for our number a hundred. We should give away some stuff. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Do something fun. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm sure we could do some giveaways. People love that. Stuff. Um. So, uh, but first, before we <laughs> you know get into the meat of this podcast, how about them Buckeyes? I know Slaughterfest. How about them Buckeyes? Um, since we're doing this on a Saturday, we're going to briefly sprinkle in some I was, college I, football. I was like, how is, Mi- how is Michigan State number seven? Uh, they beat Michigan. I know, but that's like, why. So what's going to happen in the, what's going to happen? In, I mean, obviously Michigan State's going to drop way back, but OSU wouldn't move up in the polls because no, of that. No, no. And it's, it's all going to be on the line next weekend. Yeah. So the winner of the OSU-Michigan game will um, go to the Big Ten title game. And I would assume they will be ranked in the top four of the CFP. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, which sucks because we have. So if you're watching this and you don't know, you don't follow college football, the, um, the greatest rivalry in all of sports, including college football, but the greatest rivalry, and this is not me just like spouting out. This is like a well-known thing. The greatest rivalry in all of sports <coughs> is Ohio State, Michigan. Obviously, that means it's the greatest rivalry in college football. Next, the last 15 years, literally, Ohio State has won 14 of 15. Yeah. And I know, think if you go back to like 20 years. Do you know Ur- Urban Meyer never lost to Michigan? Yeah. And, John, and Harbaugh's never beat Ohio State. <laughs> but I, I just have this terrible feeling that, I mean, they can't, we can't, we're not going to win every single year, right? Mm-hmm. Michigan's going to win some. And there's never been necessarily more on the line well when we played him in 2016 it was probably the same situation where the winner basically got to go to the playoff but there's a lot on the line it's at michigan i'm a little scared yeah to be honest with you however and michigan is is either has won or is winning today so they're not bad but 
And it's it's at the big house, you know. I don't know. It's spooky. Hey, I want to shout out to uh, we've had so many subscribers send us videos on Instagram of bear bear attacks or bear sightings. Yes, it's uh, we try and repost as much of them as possible. <laughs> um, yeah, that's becoming our thing. Yeah, everybody's like, did you see the one I posted in the convenience store? Yeah, yeah. and the woman was had the most annoying voice on the face of the planet, was just screaming at this bear. And interestingly. I'm sure you picked up on this. That bear was tagged. I didn't. I didn't notice that. It had a big old yellow tag in its ear. Yeah. So then I was like, I was like, I guess. It, I mean, I I knew they would be doing like biology stuff in that area. I mean, that's the only reason it'd be tagged, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a scientific thing, or like they're looking yeah. at movements. It wouldn't be like a hunting thing. It wouldn't be no. anything other than a research thing. Yeah. And I also thought, man, those black bears get so big out there. I know. To think about the size of the black bears that are out west versus here. I know. And I, what what is that about? Is that's it, a good question. Is it like, like what, terrain? Is it what it, what yeah. they're feeding on? No, that's a really good question. I never thought about that. Do they live longer out there? Like I don't understand why they're so much bigger. Like double the size. More than double. Like some of the big, the big ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. It's kind of weird. Um, so keep sending us, I mean, the, the Midwest, we've got way more trash. It should be getting bigger. <laughs> That's true. You think there's more stuff to eat here? Yeah. Like we've got so many deer, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. Black bears eating. What do they deer. eat in it's like scavenge. California stuff? Do they eat deer? I don't think they're hunting deer. They might scavenge on like a dead. Really? They're dead not deer. eating deer. They're not. I no, I, I'm not an expert, but I don't believe like a black bear is actively hunting a deer. They'd probably take advantage of a carcass. I'm pretty sure they go and kill deer actively. Really? Maybe. Bear, bears do. Oh, I know that. Like grizzlies. Yeah, but I, I just assume. I mean, what, are they eating at coyotes? What are they eating? Like, is, there, is there that much camping trash? No, I mean, they eat. <laughs> are like, people like tossing the, steroids? They eat they, like different types of like fish? Bear. Berries and roots and stuff, you know. Um, but but to to your point, like how do you, how do you get like how do you get, how do you that, get that big, big off of uh, maybe they're older? You know, I um, I'm not gonna lie because you know we've been talking about going elk hunting out in that area. I, you think we could, we could go we could go chartered black bear hunting, right? Yeah. Do would you ever want to do something like that? Yeah, in a in a location where the, I mean, obviously where you would go would. You know, depending on like the capacity. Where would you go? And I'm not talking like you and me just go Blackbird. No, no, I'm no. talking like we pay someone to take us. Everybody goes to Canada, Alberta. Is that where you go? Yeah, but I, there's black bear hunting all over. That's what I thought. I mean, you got to draw Ohio, a tag. But, uh, well, yeah, but we, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> anyway, I, I thought that would be, I want to go uh, elk hunting. Like, I want that to happen next see, year. See, okay, here's my issue with a, a lot of black bear hunting. Is that it's bait, bait, right? You're hunting bait stations. I know. And I get it. Like, I'm not opposed to that. I'm just not sure if I'm into it. Honestly, I, I kind of think I want to get a bunch of bear meat and try it. That's yeah. part of this, you know, because people say it's really good. We've had bear. Yeah. I mean, it was sausage, but I it mean, was it good. had like all sorts of spices. How cool would it be to smoke a bear shoulder? That'd be awesome. You know, or like a, you can get, get the brisket muscle. How about bear brisket? How, uh, how what's the internal temp you need to take that stuff up to? Well, the internal temp you take it to smoking is so far above. Yeah, one sixty is the one sixty five. Yeah, you take the, it up to two because you know the bears we are gonna 
eat have have trichinosis 100 percent oh so right yeah so we're gonna we're hunting we're hunting like a seer that day (laughs) we're hunting like a west virginia trash bear (laughs) they don't get it from eating trash (laughs) that's funny uh arcana just posted he's uh sitting in a lean-to in front of a fire at oil creek state park oh nice still i can't believe we've never been there i know crazy uh, and they have those shelters. Uh, I wonder how cold it is. It's probably not too, super cold, right? Because this is like in the 40s here. Probably in the 30s now. Yeah, like, I'd be Arcana, curious. Yeah, what's the temperature? What's the temp? Um, and uh, did, you, did you say he has a nice little fire going in there? It says sitting in the lean-to in front of a fire. Nice. So they probably got the fireplace. That sounds rip real roaring. cozy. Yeah. You know, that's... Uh, that's bring, bring those tarps. Put them on the gonna, side. That's what I was going to ask. Because we've never done... We've never done those shelters in the pure winter, right? Like we've done, so if you don't know what we're talking about, the um, shout out to the state of Pennsylvania. They have a lot of shout outs today. I like giving the shout outs. Yeah. Pennsylvania is a good state. Yeah. But uh, they have on some of their public uh, hiking trails, they have these like really nicely built uh, stone lean to shelters. And saying it's a lean to shelter does not do it justice. And you can Google this. It's got like a big uh, stone fireplace in it. You can rent them out for the night. Um, and a lot of these places, what Arcana is doing it right. 40 it? outside, 60 inside. Is he tarp, the tarps? tarps? Oh, nice. Yeah. We've <coughs> never done the tarps. So what people will do is they'll get a rip on fire inside and they'll tarp like a zip tie, whatever the zip tie or like tie, whatever court. They, they tie the opening shut with tarps and it gets like super warm. I've never done that. Um, but the, the shelters are very cool. You know, what's one thing about those shelters though. If you don't like I've, I've done them before where like, I'm just inhaling smoke all night. Well, that means the fireplace isn't working correctly. Right, right, because yeah. it should be going up, out, yeah, not coming out. Yeah, that means you have a bad draft for some yeah. reason. Yeah, and I've, and I've started to to notice the <laughs> dynamics of that in the hot tent. If the hot tent's filling up with smoke, it's not working. It's a problem. <laughs> you know, it's it was the quality of wood. Well, it was the... Um, yeah, too, it, much, too much sap or pine or what tar. Was, so, well, and when we do the hot tent sometimes, so... Um, <clears throat> In the hot tent, right, it's a wood-burning stove with a big chimney that goes up out of the tent. And you'll slide a dampener into the chimney as a means to block the airflow so you can modulate well, how it, fast it's burning. You also know the problem was a screen. The spark arrestor, right. Yes, that's a good, that's a better point. So in the chimney, too, there's a there's a, there's a little screen that's um, to block sparks shooting up out of the, st- the stovetop and landing on your tent and burning holes. But what was happening, and this has happened to Andy and I twice, and the first time I thought it was poor technique. Yeah. And we weighed in with the hot tent pros, and it was not poor technique. Well, we figured it out out there, too. Yeah, we, uh, we figured out what was causing the problem. We figured out what the problem was, but we didn't figure out what was causing the problem. Yeah, the screen. so the screen was getting filled with It's like a t- tar. A tar, tar was condensing what well, was dripping down the stack and it was collecting on the screen and it was blocking the screen and then we were nosing like we we're feeding the fire feeding the fire feeding the fire and it was not getting any hotter and i pulled that screen out and it was it was basically choking the fire but remember when we yeah. pulled that screen out it was just, just like <laughs> and then became like red yeah that's the best feeling in the world yes yeah. because when you get that hot tent moving it's what it's probably 60 in there at least yeah and, and that was a wood issue. That was like burning pine. And and, other that, and that was the thing. We were like, why are we getting this collection on the spark arrestor? And we were told it was a wood issue. But like, what was it? It was just a, the type of wood. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't pine, like bad wood. 
well, pine's got a bunch of like tar and sap and stuff in it, and so were that, we born? We weren't burning pine. We probably we were burning were. like oak. We probably were. I mean, obviously we were. And so what was happening is that pine does have a lot of sap. That yeah. was condensing on the stack. Yeah, and then coming back down. Which is yeah, weird. yeah, it is weird. And I yeah. So Mark Cummings says need to burn hard seasoned wood. So like oak and stuff. Yeah. We're never burning seasoned wood out there. No, no. <laughs> we're burning whatever we can find. It's standing dead usually if we can. Yeah, if we're lucky enough. yeah. We were never. We do. We never have the ability to burn uh, seasoned wood. Well, I mean, if it's standing dead, it's technically seasoned. Well, it depends how long it's been dead for, right? Yeah. And what does that even mean? I mean, I know what seasoned wood dry, is. Dry. But why do they call it seasoned? Like it's been Se- through the seasons. Yeah. Ah, right? Yeah. That's got to be why it yeah, is. Yeah, seasoned wood. when you say seasoned wood, you're like, oh, you put some salt and pepper on it. Like, that's the, that's what I think of when I hear the term seasoned, not like see, like a seasoned veteran. Like, that's more of what they're talking about. Yeah. Seasoned wood. Interesting. Multiple seasons. It takes, it takes a long time. It takes like a year, right? Yeah, but um, when you- got to go through some seasons. When you, when you go buy, like, firewood from the grocery store, they season that by putting it in a kiln. A kiln kiln yeah, yeah kiln oh so they just like they just heat it up and dry it out yeah uh, okay so it just means really dry wood <laughs> when you say seasoned wood it's just like really dry yeah so why don't they just say like dry wood i i didn't i'm not <laughs> i i don't know i didn't invent the genre <laughs> that's pretty funny um i also gotta give a shout out if you're in ohio Really like, you know, famous thing to drink during the seasons. I got the Great Lakes Christmas Ale. I can't stand that stuff. It's It's got some flavor to it. Yeah, and I, I'm, It's got some flavor. When they say um, fresh honey, cinnamon, and ginger, you are tasting honey and cinnamon and ginger. Like, I can't eat. I can't eat. It's like eating something. It's so heavy, but I can't drink more than one of these. I mean, it's so rich. And would you have the classic... Buffalo Trace? Yeah, you just had a three quarters of a bottle. You know, people people crap on Buffalo Trace because they're like it's basic, but I, I think it's pretty good. I mean, the the the, the uh, what, <coughs> people like this because it's cheap, right? No, they like it because it's like it's it's like the and you know it's seen as like a hard to get bottle of bourbon. Just in Ohio, though, not in, in general. general. Yeah, but it means twenty bucks. I think for twenty bucks, it's pretty good. It is a steal for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, only bested by thirty dollars Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is a better deal at thirty dollars than at twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, shout out. It's not really a shout out, but we just released a video um, <coughs> uh, this past week. We got the dad back out. We went down to Red River Gorge. Um, that video is getting a lot of views. I know the comments are awesome too. Um, so check that out. Uh, that was the last trip we did. We did that two weeks ago. We got down to River Gorge. We had like a beautiful freak, like 40 degree night, 35 degree night uh, in the gorge. And it was like peak fall. And it was to a part of the gorge we've never been to. It was awesome. But yeah, we should read the comments. There's a lot of comments about wood. Okay. All right. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> Don't burn hard morning wood. Aged wood. Um. I'm going to read this comment from Nico's Garden Reserve. Yo, Maine, that Doritos bag folded back really work as a koozie for rehydrating meals. Thinking about trying it. Yes, uh, it did. Um, and in fact, how? I mean, I guess it's like reflecting heat. It's, it's, and I doubled it up. So um, basically, 
I was, so what we're referring to is when I was out in Yosemite, I took a bag of Doritos and it got, oh, we lost the video. Yeah. Keep talking. Mark Cummings says. I'll finish this in a second. Yeah. Maple, oak, and birch. But birch has a bunch of tar in it too, which is. No, I think that's what you're supposed to. No, I I, I love birch. It's so flammable. It's great to start fires. That's the ones you're supposed to. Yeah, but that's filled with like, it's filled with tar. So that's. Maybe, I mean, maybe we don't understand the issue correctly. Maybe it was just wet and maybe it was just, you know, there's soot, there's soot on the um, chimney just in general. Yeah. So maybe the liquid was uh, like grabbing that soot and dripping down. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. Uh, all right. Back. Sorry. I, I still don't know why that happens. Kevin right. Kevin Wedge says Great Lakes Brewing is on point, but the holiday stuff, solid pass. Agree. I will say that... Um, I want to get back to the Doritos bag reflectix thing, but this is definitely overhyped, hundred percent overhyped. This Matt beer. Matt Garman says try Barley's Christmas Ale. Ooh, Barley's a local brewery. Barley's has great beer. Yeah, um, I do. Okay, so the the Doritos koozie. So I was in Yosemite. I had a bag of Doritos. It was a little colder at night, so I wanted to rehydrate my food and warm thing. To answer this question, the Doritos koozie worked really well, and I might actually. I obviously threw that one away, but I might, you know, on one of our trips when we have bag of Doritos, I might make one and keep it for a summer koozie, like a summer. We don't need the Reflectix koozie in the summer, but it worked, man. I mean, it's just two layers of a, uh, what do you think a Doritos bag is made? Of? It's made out of like what those space blankets are made out of that you get at a marathon almost. Yeah, what's that called? Um, So like, yeah, I think... I, I don't know. It worked. I don't know why it was only two layers and you think like a layer, but it did where it worked anyway. So, uh, worth doing. And you know, it's effectively free assuming, you know, you're buying the Doritos for another purpose. You know, I don't know, yeah. but yeah, that was good. All right. Sorry. Back to what, um, that was, that's pretty much it. We're caught up right now. So, all right. Um, wh- let's talk about, uh, what upcoming plans we got. Oh, we, and we haven't talked about the Waymark packs, I guess. So, uh, last, was that last live stream on the, uh, oh, Mark Cummings is, he's a genius when it comes to understanding different types of hardwoods. Yeah. What do we got? Mark says tar oil and birch is only in the bark of birch. I had no idea. Say that again. And that makes sense because the bark is so flammable. So meaning like, I'm wrong by saying like birch wood is just filled with oil or tar. It's only in the, the bark. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, but that totally makes sense because we always use birch bark to start fires when we can. Yeah. 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 Okay. I didn't realize that. So then if you use like a lot of split wood, you wouldn't have that much of an issue, right? Probably. Cause oh, mylar is what the, someone say that. Yeah. That's from Nikos. I wonder if the bags are actually made out of mylar. Why would you make a Doritos bag out of Mylar? But it's that kind of material. If it is Mylar, that makes sense because it reflects heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it worked, man. It definitely worked. Um, Let's Google this. Okay. Google. Can you Google what, what? is a Doritos bag made out of? It's got to be like proprietary. And honestly, it doesn't, it's not even a Doritos bag. Just what's a chip bag made out of? This is not specific to Doritos. You could have used any chip bag. Materials. Well, not like a not like a <coughs> Tostitos bag. Plastic oriented polypropylene well, that's just plastic yeah i'm gonna rephrase my question what did you google what are doritos bags made oh, of? oh that's pretty straightforward i'm gonna say are doritos bags mylar 
those running, those, um, those running blankets, whatever, you know, I was like, when you finish a race, you get a blanket. Those are definitely mylar. And like the same thing, like those emergency blankets are made out of. Yeah. No, I, I'm seeing some things here. It says nacho cheese, tortilla chips, 600 milligram, empty mylar bag. I don't really? know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, that's, that's great. Anyway, get the Doritos bag. It, it works. Um, uh, Nico's garden reserve says is the Waymark packs made of the new ultra 200 stuff that's hitting the streets. No. So no, it is, it is a um, great question. Um, it's made of eco pack, which is recycled. It is similar to ultra. It is not ultra. Um, it is not X pack, but it, to answer your question, it's, they're not made of ultra. They're made of eco pack. And we went on a rabbit hole looking at the differences there. But first off, EcoPack is 100% recycled. I don't think that's why they use it. I don't, do you know why they use it? Why who uses like it? Why, is, why are they making packs out of EcoPack and not Ultra? Like why is Waymark doing that? I don't know. Devin's in the chat. He could say. Maybe cost and environmentally friendly. Maybe, maybe, whatever. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, they are made out of EcoPack. <clears throat> um, we actually just shot a first look video. That'll be out soon. Very, we can talk about the first impression. So we took them on a trip two weeks ago. Pretty impressive. I mean, very, yeah. very beefy. I, I, you know, I miss, I'm, I'm, I had forgotten that beefy packs are so much more comfortable because you get like thicker shoulder straps, and, thicker hip belts. And the small, the pouch that's, so on these packs, like, God, there's one sitting and, right and there. And Mark says, which ones do we have? So I had the through and you had the light. Yeah, so the, there's a 40 liter and a 50 liter. Andy had the 40 liter. Um, and I, 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 it always like my brain. The bigger one is called the light, which oh, I have to like wrap, wrap my head around. But I guess the smaller one would be called through. Anyway, Andy is the 40 liter one. I have the 50 liter one. They are slightly different. Um, there's there's reasoning. There's reasons why we we didn't get the same one. Um, but we yeah we took them out two weeks ago. And uh, we shot a whole video, first look video. It'll be out. But very cool. I mean, uh, Andy and I were talking about this before the stream. The only downside is they're heavy. Heavier. Heavy. But for a... They're not heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they're not actually heavy. Yeah, but for like a... <laughs> weighs, you know, less than two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> for a beefy pack, the it's weight framed. is... Yeah, for a framed beefy it's, pack, it's, it's reasonable. It's, very pretty, it's pretty funny when you think... Of like two pounds is heavy. Yeah, like thirty six ounces. Oh my god, that's so heavy. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not packed. actually heavy. No. I mean, those packs. You know, t- fifteen years ago, the standard pack weight was like five or six pounds. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the aluminum frame, and these are framed. Um, so it's pretty funny. But yeah, other than that, I was really impressed um, with the I, quality. I love, I love how slim the through is for forty for forty liters. Yeah, it's um, slim, and I love that. I, I really liked, um, they so, we have a whole video that'll be on this. They sew like a pad into the lower back part of the pack, which I, I've never seen a pack that had that. That was really cool. Um, and everything's really beefy. Um, like just like, like things that you might think are stupid, like the, the clips, like very like heavy duty, beefy. Mm-hmm. There's like satisfaction when you clip them together, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That was one of my first thoughts. But Christine Conan said, did you guys get the new framed Waymark? I just yes. ordered a 50 liter light yesterday with the start of the sale. Can't wait. Want to burn my Osprey. That's so nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have that 50 liter frame pack. Uh, it's right in that closet. And so we, it's great. You'll like it. Um, 
It's it's great. I like the there the the I saw the advertisements for the Black Friday sale. They got some good. I will sale. say, um, yeah. uh, I Andy and I love the water bottle pouch. So if you're thinking about that, and the hip belt pouch pouches too, they're awesome. But the water bottle pouch, I've used, I've used I think four different companies water bottle pouches. Yeah. This one's by far and the I, best. I really like this one. Yeah. Uh, the way it's made out of lycra. So if the, you if you if you're considering <laughs> if you like a, a person who likes to have the water bottle, you know, right right here, that pack that pouch is really good that they make. Um, this is an interesting comment. I saw some stuff about on Instagram about this, but timeout to the trail said off topic. But I thought y'all might have come down to Gallipolis today to meet Dixie. She gave a great presentation. That was in Gallipolis. Yeah, on her adventures in Grandma Gatewood. I saw cool. she was doing that. Yeah. I did not think it would be in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know about that. I did not know that. I mean, I saw she was doing a thing. Um, I, I don't know why when I saw where it was, I didn't realize it was in Ohio. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, nice. What, what was it? It was it, w- it was a thing on Grandma Gatewood. Must have been like yeah, because I saw she did the thing. She did like with, a video with where Nimble she will nomad where she hiked with like the same style. Oh yeah, she did do that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, you know when 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 people start doing that, it's like we, we're really running out of video ideas. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a cool idea yeah. though. <laughs> Syntax did it too. Yeah, it's pretty should, cool. We should do like Revolutionary War. We're like, doing the Walmart ba- challenge. Yeah, sometime <laughs> full loadout, hundred bucks Walmart. A hundred bucks. Yeah, I think we could do it. We have to share a tent. We share a tent. We'd be getting those accordion pads. Oh God, I think the inflatable might be cheaper. You think we could do it with a hundred bucks? Hundred bucks each. So two hundred bucks. Uh, no. Like you just need, need to get. I'm talking two hundred bucks. I'm talking hundred bucks. Um, pack pad sleeping bag, and then no. we split a tent. No. You don't think so? No. Okay, what can we get for a hundred bucks? Like you get a tarp. You get a pack. You could get. Does Walmart sell? I mean, we 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 get like a backpack from Walmart. You get a pack, like a you, school backpack. Yeah, no, you could get a pack, probably an inflatable sleeping pad. This is becoming a challenge now. Um, I, I thought about it, but then I was like, do I want to go spend a night in the woods in the cheapest gear possible? Oh, Grandma Gatewood was from Ohio. According I to did not know I that. didn't know that either. That would make sense. Why she, was she from Gallipolis? And if you. Um, if you're like most people watching and you don't know where Gallipolis is, it's like um, go like to the very southern part of Ohio, like on the by the where the Ohio River meets what West Virginia or Kentucky, one of those places. Um, here's a cool comment. Thomas Beckwick says, "I almost bought Buffalo Trace, but when I was at the store, I saw they had some Widow Jane. I bought it based on your last live show. Really good stuff." Yes, uh, I'd be curious what you got the Widow Jane for. So speaking of Widow Jane. Uh, in Kentucky, we found we haven't opened it yet. This is uh, was this a hundred bucks? Yeah, hundred bucks. bucks. This is the Widow Jane thirteen year. So, and I, I got one too. I, I do not spend a hundred bucks on bourbon ever. So, I mean, I've done it twice. This is the second time. It's very rare that I would spend that much money on a bottle of bourbon because that's a lot of money. Yeah. But uh, I had the Widow Jane ten year. And it was so good that it was worth an extra, you know, 30 bucks to try this. So, so I got one as well and I actually opened mine and it's delicious. Yeah, that's right. Year. You tried it. Yeah, it's really good. Is like, it like really good. Is it like significantly better than the, yeah. than the 10? Yeah. Really? I mean, the 10's good. 10's really good. Uh, and that's a bourbon that's I'd never see in Ohio. 
Yeah. I've never seen it. So, and it's not even, it's like, I think it's actually made in um, New York. New York. So I don't know why it would be here, but Brooklyn. no, just, oh, but okay. It's distilled in Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana. Cause it's a mix. It's a blend, but it's bottled in Brooklyn, New York. They probably buy it. They probably pick out their own barrels from like a it's company. It's pretty cool. It's like Brooklyn, New York. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, Brooklyn. Like it's, <laughs> no, you don't think of Brooklyn, New York as a bourbon area. What, dude, Brooklyn is so hipster. That's oh, true. <laughs> Bourbon's hipster now, man. I know. It's really hipster. It's kind of weird. Well, we jumped on that train. Yeah, you got me into that train. How did we get into that? I was bored. <laughs> Look, you got into it, though. How did that happen? Uh, I got into it. Uh, how did I get into it? I think some people at work. I think that was it. I mean, it's definitely like a thing middle-aged men get into. Yeah, and the thing was, is when I first started drinking bourbon, I couldn't drink it. Like this. I'm so it with took you. a while. It still takes me. I still like, unless it's really good bourbon. Did, I did not tell you about the bourbon I had today, did I? No. Okay. This is, this is you know, I'm jumping around here. But I was at a tailgate today for Ohio State in the stadium. There was a guy there, and he's like, I brought this bottle of bourbon. And it, it sucks because I did not take a picture of it, and nor did I, I remember what it was called. It was a brand I'd never heard of. <laughs> he left He's joking. He's like, I left the price tag on the on the top of it. It was a $285 bottle of bourbon. What kind of bourbon was it? I don't remember. It was not a brand I'd ever heard of. It was so good. And I was with some buddies who aren't into bourbon. And they're like, they're sipping it. They're like, oh my God. Like when you have bourbon that's that good and it doesn't burn, they're mm. like, we're not used to bourbon that doesn't burn going down your throat. I'm like, yeah, that's like what super expensive bourbon is, you know? But the Widow Jane's got that quality as well. But it was it was a brand I'd never heard of, a bottle I'd never seen. It was so good though. It might have, might have been a fifteen year. It was just a tailgate though, like next to the Bloody Mary mix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's not something you see at a, tail, a college football tailgate. No. My uh, Mike DeCello, sorry if I mispronounced that, just ordered the fifty liter Eco Pack Waymark today. Oh, nice. I look look at everyone going the 50 liter. Yeah. What uh, is the uh, pull-up? I know we checked it out earlier, but what's the Black Friday special they have going on it? And we have we have an affiliate link. I don't know if it's set up yet, so sorry. You get, them, you get the deal on Black Friday now. Yeah, just support the companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I didn't know if our affiliate link was a discount, though. But if it's on Black Friday, it's already a discount. I think it was 250 like it was uh 25 bucks off. It's like 10% off. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it on Instagram. And and can you pull up the, um, what's the 15, lead time? 15% off. What's the lead time on them? Um, I don't know. Say? I guess Devin's in the chat. He'll probably tell us. Yeah. We've been really impressed. Um, there's so many cottage pack vendors now. Yeah. It's great. It is good. It's very good for the yeah. consumer. But like, do you remember when we got into this? It was literally ULA, Z Packs, and what? I mean, that's it, right? It was ULA, Z Packs. There was another one, right? Yeah, Gossamer Gear. No, no, I'm talking Dyneema. I'm talking oh. all. Well, I guess Gossamer Gear is an ultralight pack company. Yeah, it was Gossamer Gear, ULA, Z Packs. Z Packs being the only one that made packs out of Dyneema. Mm-hmm. Now. Light AF, Waymark, Hilltop Packs. There's more. There's Pal- Palante. There's tons more. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, so that's good for the consumer. What's the one? Um, Adam Packs. I mean, there's yeah. so many. What's the? Gonex. Gonex. 
packs. <laughs> That's a Chinese off-brand. Just wait till the Chinese start making the Dyneema packs. Yeah. They'll be cheaper. Uh, what were you saying? What was that one brand? Uh, the uh, Superior Wilderness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. SWD. Yeah. SWD. They've been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about them. Um, so, so many good packs. Uh, and, it, and all that does for the consumer is drive the price down. So, that's yeah. good. It's good yeah. little competition. Now, what we need next are uh, we need some more companies to make Dyneema tents, please. Cheaper. Well, the, the reason probably that most places nope. don't make them is because they're probably so expensive to make. Yeah. And the... Uh, the uh, like the I guess, I'm assuming the profit margin's not great if that many if that many if so few <laughs> what you got to read if you're gonna start laughing you got to read the comment. Lucas Malone says, "Whatever happened to the degenerate outdoors video series with Restless Outdoors and you guys chain smoking cigs? We we weren't chain smoking, but Restless was. Restless certainly chain smoked cigs. Um, great <coughs> question. Uh, we need to go out with him. He doesn't." I don't know if he backpacks as much anymore. He certainly doesn't YouTube anymore. Well, he, he puts out some stuff, but it's, it's not like he used every, to. Be. Every once in a while, he'll put out some videos to troll. We, I want to bring him down. He has not been to this studio. We've had him on the live stream a few times. And we talk with Restless often. We, we text with him quite often. We text. It's actually crazy through this how many people, like how many YouTubers we are regularly texting with. You know, uh, Bryce... Frozen, Restless, Dan Becker, um, Midwest Backpacker. I mean, the, like routinely we have like group chats with, uh, yeah, with like so many of them. It's kind of a cool. It's it, like something you know you don't consider when you get when you start making YouTube videos. It's like you'll meet other YouTubers yeah. if you want to, um, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, we need to get back out with him. We've only actually gone backpacking with him twice, I think. And they've been overnights, right? Twice. Yeah. Now the other the other thing is, when are we doing? Are we can we do meetups now? I mean, COVID's not going away. It's outside. Like, can we can we do a YouTuber meetup? Uh, yeah. It's just who wants to organize it. I don't. Restless always did. We're not organizing it. Uh, Salmon outdoors. Damn, you guys really need to post when you're going live. Nope. <laughs> I know, right? I thought about it. Uh, the uh, problem is, it's like, so, okay, so here's some of the issue with, with the posting of the live. we got to be flexible with our schedule. Yeah, because we've, we've, there's been a few times where, like, I've committed to go live and then I can't. And so, luckily, we don't want to post it. Yeah. So. we got little kids. Like, we got babies. So, we got to be flexible. Now, having said that, though. We'll be live next Friday with a guest in studio. So there you go. Yeah, next Friday. We'll, I'll post about this one too. Yeah, next Friday we'll have a we'll have a real guest. Yeah, and I'll, you know, there's also a facet of like, you know, and when when not to like talk about Joe Rogan, but when he used to do his shows live, he like didn't he didn't yeah. promote them on you purpose. Just, you just get on YouTube because I kind of like it. It's like you never know when it's good. It makes it kind of a novelty. It's like you never yeah. know. Yeah, and so and there have been many times where Andy and I were just hanging out. We're like, let's go live. Yep. Um, I remember the first live. We post, we and follow us on Instagram. We, I would say 50% of the pod, 50% of the streams we post in advance. Yeah. And we're usually always on time for those. Remember the first live we were just using the Chromebook with the, with the camera. Yeah. And you remember you wrote on like a poster yeah. board and like shoved it on the thing. We went to the bar before it. Yeah. We went little, to Endeavor. No, no, no. We went to right? Harrison's. Oh, we did. We got a little, a little sauced. 
They went live? Yeah, that's par for the course now. Yeah. Uh, Devin says 15% off everything, lead time eight weeks. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. That's standard, I guess. Yeah. 15% uh, 15% off everything is pretty sick. Yeah. Pretty sick deal. So check that out. Get your pack order in now so that eight weeks doesn't become 10 weeks for you. Yeah. Because you got to imagine over the course of this week, that lead time is going to grow. Yeah. I would assume. Oh, everybody is. As, yeah. As, I mean... The lead times, oh my God, like three years ago when I got an underground, a UGQ Zeppelin, the lead time was 18 weeks. Yeah. That have is you, insane. Have you talked to Chad lately? Uh, yeah, he's another person we text with. We got we to gotta do some stuff with him. He's yeah. great. I want to, you got to go see the new facility they've yeah. got. It's sick. Yeah. But 18 weeks, that's four and a half months, dude. Yeah. I've already bought in a new piece of gear, <laughs> you know, other than the one I'm waiting for in four and a half months. Yeah. It's crazy. So get your orders in now, I guess. Uh, time out to the trail said, took my teen boys to an OSU game last weekend. They bailed and couldn't handle the cold, but mama wore cold weather hiking gear and was doing just fine. Hey, and, and first off, that's awesome. You're taking the family to an Ohio State game. It's a good experience. Second, you bring up a hilarious point because I've started doing this. There are some hybrid uses for backpacking. Yes. <laughs> so when I was there and I saw people doing this, uh, the people in front of us had like those little climate inflatable sit pads because yeah. the bleachers get so cold. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's so that's so um, smart. And then like I will wear, I didn't today because it wasn't as cold, but I've got my, the insulated down pants I have for backpack. I wore those to last Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and like when it's raining, like if I go to a really rainy game, I brought my rain kilt. And I brought like my rain gloves. I brought like backpack gear. It's got it's multi-use. Yep. Same thing with the chairs and like concerts. Uh, if you're going to concerts like parades, the backpacking chairs are yeah. fantastic to bring. Yep. Multi-use. Go uh, Bucks! I was at that game. It was cold. <laughs> the <laughs> Purdue game. It, it was cold. Jude Welder says mittens or gloves. We're gloves people right now. Mittens are definitely warmer. Mittens are warmer. The the, the problem is we need dexterity. Yeah, in the winter. Um, especially now when we're hot tending, I mean, you just with processing wood and feeding wood into the, into the thing. I mean, you need fingers um, and gloves I, are way warmer though. Yeah. I want some of those, those or new, mittens, sorry. I want some of those new giver leather gloves that are They're the mittens, no, leather mittens. No, no. The leather gloves that are, that are heat resistant. Have you seen the advertisements for those? Aren't the regular ones heat resistant? Yeah. But these are like. They have like special inserts and stuff to be like, I've like they're that. holding like yeah, logs yeah, yeah, yeah. that are on I've fire. Seen it. They've got like mylar almost yeah. in the fingers. Yeah, I want some of those. Those are cool. They're expensive. Right good leather gloves, handmade leather goods are so expensive. Yeah. I mean, uh, even like basic leather gloves are like 40 or 50 bucks. Nice. Huck Outdoors, any favorite tequila? I've been bringing it on the trail. Huck, first off, I really like tequila. It's something I'm trying to get into. I don't have an answer to your question. I've just now started like schooling myself on tequila by watching all the like tequila TikTokers. What I will say is they all say one, Don, all the tequila people say one thing. Don Julio? No, no, no. Avoid celebrity tequilas is the first thing they say. But we like this, the one that. Yeah, but I just don't think we've ever had really good tequila. Okay, fair. Um, what I can say is there's this guy on TikTok. I don't remember his name, but if you if you if you Google like tequila guy on TikTok, I think it's called the Tequila Collective. He has uh, fantastic, fantastic information on like good tequila brands you can get at like $30, 40 dollar price points. 
obviously nothing that's celebrity. And he, t- he talks to you like about the tequila process and how like a lot of these celebrity tequilas have additives and like, like the whole process from agave and the, my, my recommendation would be check this guy out and watch a few of his TikToks because he has a few for like, you know, good bottles under 40. Um, and that's what I'm trying to find. So, but it's, it's honest, it's like bourbon. It's hard to find good tequila outside of the rocks. I, I don't know what and I'm looking for. I do like it. It is good. Um, I think good tequila is better than good bourbon. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, I could see. Um, speaking of, I had some scotch a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Not a smoky scotch. What did it taste like? Bourbon? It was delicious. Uh, what 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 kind was it? It was Macallan, fifteen year. It's like a blend. It's a fifteen year. Mm-hmm. So was it smooth? It was. Where'd smooth. you have it? Uh, we had a little work thing. Okay. Yeah, and uh, a couple couple people were drinking scotch, and I was like, okay, as long <laughs> as it's not smoky scotch. How did it compare to bourbon? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> what what's different about it? It was better. Like smoother, smoother and more flavor. I, I, no I'm gonna, burny taste. No, I'm, I'll get a bottle so you can try it. It's like fifty five bucks. They're readily available. McAllen, McAllen, fifteen, twelve or fifteen year. I can't remember now. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was good. We're moving from bourbon to tequila to scotch. Let's <laughs> do all old, old guy drinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jake Colvin says Hyperlate are the OGs. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot yeah. about Hyperlate. I, forgot, I don't know why, how we forgot about them. Yeah. Mark Coa says they're doing a whiskey tasting event in Cleveland with a $43,000 bottle that requires a police escort. What? <laughs> Is that, do you think that's the most expensive bottle? No, I'm sure there's some bottle that's that like JFK owned or something. $43,000. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. Does it give you magical powers? Maybe. Is it made of solid gold? <laughs> Lucas Malone says, I'm still rocking the five pound fall Raven Keb 52. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. Cool. that's a good brand. Yeah. It's a good brand. Salmon Outdoors think companies are going to start making ultra tents. We actually talked about this. I, I think short term, no. We did talk about this. It's um, too expensive. Somebody will do it. Somebody yeah, will the, do the, it. The profit but... margins. I mean, REI is starting to make non freestanding, lightweight tents and they're not just REI, other companies but are, they, are you talking about like companies big box companies making like dyneema tents no it just says ultra tents oh oh oh, oh they're talking about the fabric ultra yeah. not ultralight tents great question um i don't know to be honest with you somebody, we, we, somebody shot, we shot a whole video on ultra that's not out yet here's the issue here's the thing about ultra it's just as expensive to my knowledge and devin's in the chat he knows more about this it's just as expensive, I believe, as Dyneema. And it's, it's, it's not any lighter. It's not any lighter. It's just stronger. And, I, and in fact, it might be heavier. It's just stronger. So you might, I don't know if that's overkill for a tent. Now, what I could see is you could have like a tent where the base of the tent is ultra, like the part that's mm-hmm. facing the ground. Because like Z-Packs, for instance, like some of the tents I have from Z-Packs, they use a, a much tougher Dyneema on the bottom of the tent, which okay. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I could see that, like... um have ultra as the bottom and then maybe regular Dyneema for the rest. But I don't know. I, I, it might just be too cross prohibitive. Um, Devin says, good luck having any small brands start making Dyneema tents. You've got to have a massive buying power with ridiculous MOQs. They have right now minimum order quantities. So oh, like Dyneema. So you, you got, you got like a $50,000 order. Yeah, or you got to make a massive order. Yeah. I try, we tried for years to get light AF to make a Dyneema tent and he made, 
He made one, gave it to Bryce because it was too small. And he's like, I'm never making two. <laughs> he doesn't even make tarps anymore. Yeah, he doesn't like making. I mean, his bread and butter is packs. Yeah. He, and his tarps, when Light AF makes a run of tarps, they sell out. I mean, I feel just lucky to have one. I mean, they sell out immediately. Insanely good tarps. I don't know why he doesn't make them anymore. It's probably the same reason that they don't make tents. I've never heard that business term, MOQ, minimum order quantity. It's just not, it's cost prohibitive. Well, you can probably get the best deal on like larger quantities, obviously. Well, and also to make the tent, you need a ton of it. Yeah. So you have to order more of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I'm still waiting for like a, like a an, a, an improvement in technology that's not based around some sort of composite fabric, you know? Yeah. Like let's get some, Tent poles made out of titanium. I, you know, I don't know. Something that's... Lead you know time, what I mean? Yeah, lead time on light AF, on my light AF, was 15 weeks. Yeah, that uh, sounds about right. That's insane. I mean, he makes them all himself. Here's a funny question. Not a funny question, but time out on the trails. Time out to the trail says, what all is involved with organizing a meetup? <laughs> I mean, it's really not a lot. I mean, you, you the got, biggest problem you is figure, a, you got to make a video. <laughs> Here's the biggest problem. Figuring, you gotta, out, <laughs> figuring out a way to find a place where we can bring 50 to 100 people and not get in trouble and not get in trouble. And you need I mean, the last Ohio meetup we've had Ohio meetups. You have 40 tents. Yeah. 30, 30 tents, 40 tents in every or 40 shelters, <laughs> including hammocks. And, and the, the times that we've done it at Mohican, we're like, this is the year when the Rangers are going to. I mean, and like these things and listen, Andy and I, you know, we Andy and I enjoy an adult beverage from time to time. Andy and I are not like partiers, ragers. We're really not. The people that come to these meetups, a lot of them are. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. We It's fun, whatever. But if that's not your cup of tea, I say that because. You have to be strategic about where we have these because, like, I joke, but it turns into a frat party at some points of it. And, like, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, you know you're technically, not, I, allowed, I you're just technically feel, not allowed to drink at Ohio State Parks. I just feel bad when, like, if, like, somebody were to drive up to be like, oh, cool, it'll be a nice little meetup in the Well, world. I think you and I, at least, have done a good job of telling people what they're in for. Yeah. The other you two people do not. They're like, oh, come, it'll be a fun meetup. And it is, but it... it you know, after 10 or 11 p.m., I don't know what I don't know what else to say. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a drunk fest. Uh, it's, it's not that bad. It's not like it's not that bad. But to get to the point of this comment, you got to find a place where one, you can just a have a ton of people. Yeah. B, it's like easy to get to. That kind of matters. Yeah, it has to be close to the trailhead. Um, that it's nice to have it close to the trailheads because it, it's in a big group setting. It's nice to bring in like a ton of firewood. It's nice to bring in, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about booze, just like, it, you yeah. know, lots of cooking supplies, like chairs. chairs. So you got to find all this place that checks all these boxes and it's kind of tough. And then you got to, you know, organize it. And then like, for instance, at Mohican, we had to send somebody there Thursday night to get the spot because Mohican is so crowded. And it is kind of a production, but like you're planning a meetup for 50 to 100 people. Like it, there's a lot of people there. So mm-hmm. super fun though. Yeah. And if we have videos for the last few on our channel, if you want to like see, you know, obviously we don't, we cut out the late night stuff, but um, if you want to see what you're in for, they are really fun, yeah. honestly. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, joking. It, they're really fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun meeting everybody. And you get like the big YouTubers usually come like frozen usually comes. Um, I guess that's the only price prices, you know, price is small. Bryce comes, um, all your favorite YouTubers come. So I would like to do it again. If we haven't done it since 2019, yeah. I'd like to do it again. It, it's fun. I'm not taking point on leading. No. On organizing. 
No, but we'll be, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go and we'll promote it. Yep. We'll promote it and we'll go. They're really fun. Huck Outdoors says for celeb tequila, Dwayne Johnson's is decent. That's the one. That's the, the one I have. Yeah. So that's, I, I'm Rick, I'm ripping on celebrity tequila. I've, I've got, I've bought that one repeatedly. So I agree with you. It's, and it's cheap. It's not expensive. And then uh, Huck also says, but try some Casa Dragones. Okay. So we got our, I got our first oh, recommendation. We'll save this chat. I got our, I need some good tequila recommendations. Sp- uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but it says get into mezcal; it'll blow your world. I've I heard have that, heard good things about yeah, mezcal. I've heard that. And too. what what is the difference, though? I don't know. It's made from agave. I thought someone. Uh, Andy's on it. Google that mezcal versus tequila. I have heard good things about mezcal, and in my head, I'm always like they're kind of the same thing, but they're definitely not. Um, so I'll be curious. What do we got? High level. Oh, tequila is typically produced by steaming the agave inside industrial ovens before being distilled two or three times in copper pots. Mezcal, on the other hand, is cooked inside earthen pits that are lined with lava rocks and filled with wood and charcoal before distilled in clay pots. So it must sounds like totally more different, traditional, different flavor profile. Yeah, probably more smokier, maybe more bourbony. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to try that. Mezcal's hot right now, though. Yep. Good. I like all the tequila. The Grand, te- Grand Centario, Centarios is what I recommend for a good tequila. Grand, okay. Well, I'm going to come back to this chat. Mark Reevely says, yeah, McAllen is super smooth and way more like bourbon. Uh-oh. I would like to know if the tequila aficionados in the chat. Uh, is tequila like our good tequilas? Is it like bourbon where you can't find that? It's very hard to find and buy them. I don't have that notion for tequila. Yeah. Yeah. What's readily available? Are I don't readily know. Available? I have no idea. Bourbon, certainly not. Not even the cheap bourbon. Yeah. Salmon Outdoors says, I think Frozen just did a video of d- d- talking about Ultra on it. Oh, he scooped us. We have an Ultra video coming Yeah, out. I saw he released his too. Apparently, he was the one that told us about it. That's true. Fair. Uh, apparently, it's slightly heavier, but it's cheaper and stronger. I didn't hear the cheaper it's part. It's definitely stronger. Um, we talked to some people and they said it wasn't it's necessary. Definitely, uh, yeah, it's definitely stronger. Um, and he says, not to mention it's made from recycled materials. I don't think it is. Eco package. Eco is. Ultra. There are, when you like break apart the minutiae of this fabric, there's ultra, there's eco pack. And I don't know. Ultra might be like partially recycled. Um, eco pack is 100% recycled though, which huh. is pretty cool. What do they, they recycle it from? Like plastics? I don't know. Mark Coa says the $43,000 whiskey is a 46 year old. 46? Is a 46-year-old Middleton whiskey. The bottle itself is made of Waterford crystal, and the box is ancient elm and Japanese tameo. Okay, that, that makes sense with these super expensive things. It's yeah, not, but it's not just the bourbon. And the crystal the gl- crystal bottle, a whiskey, sorry, crystal bottle, ancient. What was the, the box? Ancient Elmwood? Ancient elm and Japanese tamo. It sounds like something from a medieval video game. Ancient elm? Yeah. I wonder what, what makes that so expensive. Oh, Devin's saying not sure Ultra is the right application for shelter fabric. Interesting. Yeah. And Devin says Ultra requires some pretty specific construction sewing process and large panels with the backing laminated layer could pose an issue of delaminating over time. Okay. I think he I think he brought that up when we talked to him, right? Yeah. The delaminating thing. Yeah. Mark says I don't know what this is in reference to, but says can't be worse than Astro World. Oh, you don't get that reference? I know what the reference is, but I don't know what he's talking he's about. He's talking about the YouTube meetup. Oh, <laughs> can't be worse than Astro. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, eight people died, but that's a funny joke. Nine people. Nine? Oh, right. Someone died later. A child. Really? They had he, they had him in an induced coma. Due to Why the, was a child at Astro World? I don't know. That's my first question. Yeah, but I mean, irregardless, dude. I was thinking. Do you know? Do you, do you know? There's a billion dollar lawsuit now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that the deaths are primarily from asphyxiation and not like trauma? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought there were some heart attacks, too. Yeah. But you just, like, you can't breathe. Can you imagine a worse way to die than that? It's fixed. Me, it's like, it's a combination just, of... What is it? You're wall-to-wall with people, right? It's That's the thing. Are you yeah. being squeezed? Yeah. So maybe, like, you can't fill your lungs with air? That's what air. I'm thinking. Like, you literally can't breathe because you're squeezed so hard. Oh, my God. That is so insane to me that that happened and yeah. that, that, like, nine people died from that. God, they're going to get sued through their noses oh my god they're gonna get sued that's insane i was reading a good like reaction of even when they sign waivers this is not like a that's not like hey we can kill you now like they still have to provide a reasonably safe environment and uh from everything i've seen it was not so super sad story man kid died god did the parents live i don't know i just saw an article that imagine being the parents i mean it's not their fault i mean I don't know how old is it. when you say kid. What do you mean, like a nine-year-old? Why was a nine-year-old at Astro World? Right, hold on, I'll look it up. You know why? I mean, there was a seven uh, uh, deaths, nine, and he. But he, so he died after like a week. Mm-hmm. So he was in a coma. Oh, death toll rose to ten now. Oh, so all these people are just dying in the hospital after weeks. Oh my god. Uh, yes. Last week. Oh, it's so terrible. Son, this is awful. Yeah, this is a downer conversation. Yeah, this trust and lost consciousness consciousness in Ezra fell to the ground at the mercy of the concert goers. The nine-year-old was trampled. (gasps) After being on life support on Sunday, Ezra's family shared the nine-year-old had died. Oh, my God. Asphyxiated nine-year-old trampled. Oh, all right. We got to change we got to change yeah. topics. Anyway, I mean, having said all that, that was a funny joke, though. Yeah. No, the YouTube meetup, you will not uh, get trampled. Um, you'll be good. We got plenty of space. But it is hard to find a place. I mean, think about the logistics of and, 40 and shelters. Somebody made a comment about parking, too. There's plenty of parking. Yeah, there. parking, too. You got to have a place with good parking. Mohican, I mean, think 40 shelters. You got more than 40 people, usually. Yeah. Because you got some people doubling up. So, yeah, it's just hard. It's like... We've thought about doing it on private land, um, which might be the way to go. Should take out an insurance policy. But so even that, a- even if we, yeah, oh my god, I didn't no. think about that. People get like injured at an event we host. Yeah, that's why I'm not hosting anything. Well, we're gonna do something. At, at, we're gonna do another bar thing. We've been talking about so like two years ago. We did a live Q and A at a bar, and it was so much fun with Tim Watson and Josh and some other people. And we're, we've been talking about doing that again. And every single time I'm like, let's do this again. There's another massive COVID spike. And yeah. it's like, doesn't seem like the right thing to be doing. Um, plus now you can't do it. Out, I mean, it's harder to do it outside now, but we're going to do that again. COVID COVID be darned. 
at some point we're going to do another bar meetup thing. That was really fun. We did that in 2018. <laughs> Element Lifestyle says try some Tesla tequila. I'm surprised you didn't get that. It's because it's, it's very hard to find. Yeah. And it's I think it's 500 bucks. However, the bottle, have you seen the bottle? Yeah. The bottle's sick. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I actually heard it's really good tequila, by the way. Um, it's really hard to find, though. It's been sold out. Uh, you can only buy it through Tesla, obviously, and it's been sold out for like a long time. But I like to try it. It's super. It's like 500 bucks, I think. Which is insane. Yeah, you just have like a bottle. Just I mean, you you buy it because it's Tesla yeah. and it's got the it, it's a cool looking bottle. I, I don't know. I'm sure it's actually probably good tequila. Um, Wayfair of the wilderness technology is amazing. Sitting atop Short Off Mountain at Linville Gorge, listening to y'all. Well done. Oh, guys. really? We're well aware of Short Off. Nice. Uh, we've been there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, we never camp up there. There's no. Well, there wasn't. No, there was like a little pipe with a little trickle that you could get water on yeah, the top. Yeah, of short when off. we were when we were there, you couldn't. There was just, it was difficult to camp up there. Um, beautiful, yeah, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. That beats the Oil Creek yeah, shelters, yeah, Arcana. It, sorry, and, and, and at Lindell Gorge, stay on the top. Just yeah, stay, just stay on the top. Lindell Gorge is awesome. That's cool. Uh, thanks for everyone for joining us from the woods. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we got a few people out outdoors. Yeah, good for good for you all on a Saturday night. We're going out. Um, so first off, Andy and I in uh, four weeks, mm-hmm. no, three weeks. Oh God! So three weeks from today, Andy and I will be running an ultra marathon. That is our next thing that we're doing. And then two, I want to go two weeks after that in the hot tent. If you can, if you can swing it, I'm, I'm the weekend sure before Christmas, or the weekend, maybe two weeks after that might be Christmas. Anyway, our plan, um, we got this ultra coming in three weeks, so we can't really do much. Until that's done, and then we'll be in December. You know who really wants to go in December or January is Dan. He's been texting me. Do a reunion, a Smokies reunion trip with Bryce. So I want to do that. And we also want to get a bigger hot tent so we can shove like four or five guys in yeah. there comfortably. Because um, right now the one I've got, you can sleep too easily. You can hang out with three, but putting four in there... That would be, you'd be real close to the stove. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little dangerous. <laughs> you certainly could not. I, do you think you could sleep three in the one I've got? I think you could. Yeah. Put all the gear outside. You could. You could. It would be tight. It'd be a lot warmer in there with the third person. It's kind of scary to think because you, <laughs> like. What? You make one wrong move, you're brushing up against the, yeah, which you, you saw did. what happened to yeah. my jacket. Yeah. So when you have three guys in the hot tent I have, you're sitting a foot away from the stove. And if you get up and move and you move the wrong way and that stove's going, you are 100% melting a hole in whatever clothes you're wearing. That happened to my wife at the tailgate today, by the way. Really? They had propane heaters. And we got warned. They're like, they're like, don't get close to the propane. I'm like, bro, I'm a backpacker. I'm, I know this. And Allie brushed up against it. And she had like a little, like, I'm like, oh. But the good thing is, I know how to, uh, we know how to fix it now with the patches. Yeah. So, so yeah. So. Um, nice, nice. What else we got? Uh, people are still making some uh, tequila recommendations. Huck Outdoor says, class, class Azul is a higher quality tequila, about 150 bucks a bottle. Class Azul, okay. Yeah, I'm not. 150. Sure. That's steep. Yeah, but if it's like something, if it's like really good, half towards 55. LOL. Six guys in a hot tent. I know. <laughs> it would be annoying, like all the snoring and stuff. You're not gonna sleep anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. He's crushing on Strava. I didn't know he biked that much. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you're on Strava, follow us on Strava. Yep. <laughs> Andy and I are into that now. You can you can see all of you our work. You can see workouts. all of our runs. <laughs> Sometimes we post pictures. I don't know. Post, yeah. We got this ultra coming in three weeks. I'm pretty excited. How you feeling? I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Andy ran today. You were struggling. Yeah. Today was everybody. You know. I've never seen you like this after a run. In the. Uh, in the long distance running community, when you prepare for things, you're always going to have like one to two really bad runs, really bad runs. Mm-hmm. And today was, uh, today was one of my, what do you think it was? Like, did you not sleep enough? Did, no, was it nutrition? Sleep. I think it was a combination run too fast. I think it was, a, it was a combination of re- nutrition. I think I ran too fast at the beginning. You got I mean, you if you, gotta, if you, you gotta get, run slow if you get to that point where you're struggling and you keep crushing hills like you were probably doing it just gets worse and worse you that's, can't i dig, mean you can't dig out of it no and that's what happened and and then you like you hit the hills and it's just just beats you down and then it was cold it was windy so like that didn't feel good you did 16 mm-hmm. yeah 16 so we've got uh our ultras of 50k which is 31 miles and I said, everyone's like 31 miles. Oh my God. And yeah, it's a lot of miles. That's, that's a wimp for the ultra community. Hey, that's the, you know, the shortest ultra distance you can do, but also, and as I tell you, I'm like, that's not the hard part about this. It's on trail and running on trail is infinitely harder than running oh, on the road. So much harder, so and, much more energy. And cause like when you're on a, first off, when you're running on a trail, you can't really listen to music or anything. You had to watch your feet yep. and every step is not flat. Usually. So your ankles get worked a lot more, but also you have steeper inclines, steeper declines. Also trail runs. We're going to do 4,000 feet of climbing over 31 miles. That's a lot of climbing to run. So like, and when I say like the 4,000 feet of climbing scares me more than 31 miles without a doubt. Yes, for sure. So what Andy and I have been training, there's a Metro park by us. It's like, it's really hard to run hills where we live. It's so flat. So there's a Metro park that's got some hills and, uh, you did 16 today. Mm. I did 16 last week and we got a 25 er next weekend. dude. That's the last one. 25 miler, probably do 2000 feet of climbing. And then it's taper town until the race. Shout out to dad's backpacking. Yeah. DBT. DBT dad's packing tricks. They're running the ultra. It's at Salt Fork State Park. Mommy and Me Adventures. They're not running the Ultra, but they're running one of the other races. Yep. Salt Fork State Park, December 12th. Um, <laughs> your boys <laughs> will be there. <laughs> so on the struggle bus. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, I'm, um, I mean, you've done a marathon now, so you, you know... Like the, the, my biggest problem is I go too fast at the beginning. That and is it a always, problem. That's always a kill. rookie move. I know. It always kills me. You got to like just pull it back a little bit if I you're know. coming out. I know. But, I suck at that. But you've at least been in the headspace now. You've been on the pain train where it just sucks. Uh, and I, it's like, it's just one foot after the other, yep. you know. Yeah. Uh, and at least in an ultra, like, you know, we're probably going to be walking the uphills. Not probably. We're going to be No, no, we are walking the uphills. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not running no So and it, we'll probably aim to do this between five and six hours. Oh, which more I think, than that. No, 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 no. No, we're no. going to be between six and seven. No, we won't. I look. No, no, we will average. We will average no worse than a 13 minute mile, I bet. Hmm. That's less than that's almost six hours, if not less than six hours. Okay. I, I mean, think if, if we can, if we can, if we can, our goal should be just never stop moving. If you're, you're on a walk, that's fine. Don't stop. No stopping. 
Walk the uphills. What yeah. about the aid stations? Grab shit and go. Yeah. You know, if you, obviously if you have to stop to refill water, but it's yeah. going to be December, I'm going to have a camelback. I'm going to probably be good on water. Hmm. Grab stuff and go. Just no, just keep the moving time. You know, just keep, keep your moving time going. That's, that's kind of, that's how I'm, cause like in a marathon, my goal on a road marathon is never walk. Just keep moving. Yeah. If it's a slow run. That's fine. And I've, I've accomplished that goal in every marathon I've run. So the goal for this, I'm obviously going to walk some of this, just keep moving. Yeah. You know, no stopping. Yep. If you stop, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't know, 10 seconds stuff, stuff in our vests. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my goal. Weather could be a real variable oh, factor. God. I mean, it could be rainy. It could be snowing. It's December in Ohio. It could be 50, 50 degrees in mud. It could be 20 degrees in ice. It could be six inches of snow. God help us. God help us if there's if we get snow. Hey, there's a comment here. It's from Scott Butler that says, a bit late, but Seek Outside makes a packable 16-person teepee hot tent. Really? That weighs just over seven pounds. What? Is that the thousand dollar one? Dude, what did you say? Seek outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very, you know, that's a very common brand. But how big was it? He said sixteen. No way, sixteen person. I'm looking right that now. That weighs nine pounds. Buying that. Said seven pounds. Hold on, I'm looking. Really? Let me find the most expensive oh, wait, one. Wait, wait. There's a 12 person. Wait, there is. Go down. <laughs> dude. A 24. Dude, seek Outside makes a 24 person teepee. These are new. Yeah, but look how much they cost. Yeah. yeah. The 16 they're person. Like two grand. It's not happening. Yeah. The 16 person is 1800 bucks. These are like. Click on the 16 person. How much? He's right. Oh my God. Look at that. It's literally, it doesn't have like a cool name. It's called the, the 16, 16 person teepee. That's pretty awesome. Go, go to specs. Uh, yeah. Seven pounds, eight oh, ounces. You were right. It's that's, just it's that, eight. It's eighteen hundred bucks. That's pretty. That's pretty light for how big that is. Well, if you think about it, the way they the way they build it, it's just a teepee. It's, it's just scaling. Uh, I love this. This is great. It says sleep sixteen. I like how they say this too. By the way, sleep sixteen without stove. Sleeps seven with stove. Yeah, because when you put that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1800 bucks though. I don't know if I want to spend that. No much. way we could justify that. Could you that. imagine just like, the, just me and you having that thing? Bring cot. Seven pounds? That's not bad. It's not bad at all. No. Dude, how could we get this? That'd be fun. So, so wait, so they say it's with the stove, it sleeps six? Seven. Which means in reality, it probably sleeps like five comfortably. Yeah. Hit six, let's say. Yeah. That's pretty legit. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Imagine how warm that would get with six dudes and what? a and a and a fire going. Wow. All the carbon monoxide. You might need, you <laughs> might need a bigger stove then at that I point. I think you'd be fine. You just you gotta feed it like crazy. That's cool though. Thanks for that heads up. I, I did not know. They also go go back to the twenty-four person. So if sixteen wasn't big enough for you, they make a these are new like when I was looking at hot tents, these did not exist. They make a twenty-four person teepee. These are like guide, like like these are these are like outfitters ones. Okay, first off, how much is it? Twenty-four hundred. Twenty. Okay, we're gonna round up tax. Twenty-five hundred dollar tent. How how much does it weigh? Go up. Uh, hold on. 
12 to 14 pounds. Complete See, weight, hold on. Complete weight with canopy, stakes, aluminum pole, 17 to 20 pounds. And how much does it say it sleeps with the stove? I just saw it there. <laughs> 12 to 15 with, with the stove. stove? You need a margin stove. there. Why the margin of like 12? I think to it's like, do you want to be like this, you know? Yeah. Or like, okay. Hey, 1800 bucks though. No, no, this, this is more. No, 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 the other one. I'm talking about. I mean, the 16-person one I'm oh, sorry. This is 2579 so $2,600. The 16-person TV we've been talking about, we need a big teepee for a bunch of people. Yeah, that'd be cool. And that's, 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 that's ways the same as the six-person one we have. I know. But I'm not dropping 1800 bucks on a town. No. Mm-hmm. No. That'd be cool, though. And I, trust me, I've hit up Seek Outside multiple times. Mm-hmm. They do not give away free stuff. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I've tried. Um, can you imagine you roll up to like Zaleski with that thing that's like an Indian teepee when I think of like something that big like I'm saying I'm thinking of like a a sweat lodge thing you know what I mean like with the the wood coming out the top and everything that's what I'm thinking of that's cool Um, all right anything else Mark said did you see the 3500 Gucci North Face tent Nope. No, but I know North Face and Gucci had a little thing going on. Really? Yeah, they did like a partnership. Thirty-five hundred dollars. Let me see this. Hold on. I wish. I'm sorry, folks. We're not at the computer. I can't pull this up on the screen. Gucci.com. Get the oh f my God. out of here. Google this. Google this. If you want to see what this looks like, it looks. Exactly like you think a Gucci tent would look like. Thirty-five. So I'm bucks. assuming there's nothing special about it. Other it's just than the got fact the. That it's got the Gucci stuff on yeah, it. Like, what's it made out? Of? It's probably like a regular tent, right? It's probably made out of like. Hold on. Could you imagine camping with that? <laughs> like we're at Red River Gorge up at Hanson's Point, and these dudes have a Gucci tent. It just says nylon. <laughs> oh my god! Does it have a weight or size? Is it big? Is it like, is it just the Gucci print? Nylon rain flying stuff sack, dual doors with mesh insert. How many people is it? Say? Uh, no, it just gives dimensions. Does it have a weight? No. <laughs> oh my God. This is I not... guess people who are buying a Gucci tent for $3,500 probably do not care how much it weighs. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm sorry, folks. I can't bring this up on the screen right now, but do yourself a favor and Google this thing. And look at it. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> what like, if, is this what an April they, Fool's joke? No, this is, this is. I knew Gucci and North Face had like a partnership because they yeah. were putting out like these fashionable clothes. Okay, wouldn't that be hilarious if they reached out to us like, "Hey, do you want a Gucci tent?" We're like, yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Could sure. you imagine showing up, being at, in a place where we backpack and having a freaking Gucci tent? <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. It's worth. Hey, if you want a good laugh, people though, check it out. It's pretty yeah. funny looking. I, I, I I'd mean, rather have the the twenty four person teepee yeah. for twenty five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Could you also imagine if we roll up to place and set up a twenty five <laughs> person teepee? We could have a buffet in there. Yes, you could just have the meetup inside the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> you really could. I know everybody puts chairs in there. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Uh, all right, what else? What else we got? Oh, interesting. Three sisters and a brother says shopping on a budget. Uh, BA Sidewinder 20 degree or 2019 Celtic Kelty Cosmic Down can get a good deal. Oh, on both about a hundred bucks. 
You can, th- oh, 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 the Sidewinder is okay. not the um the, the Sidewinder. Yeah, but, but the one he's talking about is not the SL, so it's heavy. I've heard a lot of people say good things about the for like a budget sleeping bag, the Kelty Cosmic Down. I think if they're the same price and you sleep on your side 100% and they're the same weight and they're the same price, I'm really enjoying the Sidewinder um, as someone who sleeps on their side. But everyone likes the Kelty bags, so I didn't realize they're you could they're at the same price right now. But if you're a dedicated side sleeper, I think you have to consider the Sidewinder. You can get one for a hundred bucks for the Sidewinder. I have it's 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 a synthetic. Oh okay yeah okay yeah. got it. It's heavy. Okay. Um, I I'm looking forward to using that bag in the winter too. By the way, that yeah. bag was made for hot tenting. Just zip up in there, got a hood on. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah yeah, it's fantastic. Um, all right. Anything else? No, no. I want that. I want that twenty-four person TV now. We'll have to start a fundraiser. We'll do a couple of live mean, we streams. Could, we could bank the YouTube money, and no, we, we could get. Dumb. No, we're not not that one. But we could get the sixteen person. It weighs the same. And I think we could probably sell the Octopeak mm-hmm. a few hundred bucks, bring the price down, split it. I don't know. It weighs the same. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And probably not, but. <laughs> cool to think about i mean we've been trying to find a hot tent i mean i don't want to spend that much money but we've been trying to find a hot tent that i don't care how heavy it is it'd be 20 pounds we could take it and we can fit like five or six people in there comfortably yeah because that would be super fun and warm and you know there'd be a lot of gay jokes but be worth it (laughs) be fun all right on that note oh next friday 7 p.m we will put an announcement on instagram we got our buddy john coming back if you don't know who John is, uh, he was, he's, a, he's, he's our aliens guy. He's our aliens guy. He has his own podcast, but we asked him a while ago, we wanted to do an episode of this podcast purely based around outdoor conspiracy theories. And we talk about that a lot. We talk about, you know, fun little conspiracy theories. This guy actually knows what he's talking about. So he's coming back in studio next Friday, but we'll, we'll uh, announce it on Instagram. Yep. It'll be fun. It'll be one of those, you know, three hour ones probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for uh, spending Saturday evening with us. We appreciate it. Um, Great that, you know, some of the people watching us are outside. That's awesome. Uh, Looking forward to next Friday. That's it, right? Yeah. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, that's for sure.